talking about this for a long time. JD's going to put a tattoo on our buddy here, former Marine Brian Basho, who, uh, runs, who runs a podcast called I Got Your Six Podcast. He's doing well. He's had a bunch of people on, a bunch of interesting people. And one thing we've run into with shows, a lot of people don't want to be spreading the love and shit because they think that there's some type of competition and everything else going on. And that's just not our deal, man. The reality is there's a lot of fans out there. People are going to watch what they want to watch. And we want to give our people as much bandwidth as they can. So what's going to happen is... Brian and I are going to talk a tremendous amount of fucking nonsense. <coughs> JD is going to finish some original artwork on Brian's arm that was sent to him by Ben Cantwell, who is another guest that we had on the show. Did you have him on your show, Brian? Yeah, yeah. Back in July. Right, right. after right after I had Jason on, too. So right I had a bunch on. of you guys on. Oh, two artists back to back. Yeah, fuck yeah. Good He's a good dude. Yeah. Well, normally Jason would be talking, but the funny thing is, with art, Jason will get stuck when he's when he's either tattooing or when he's painting and stuff and me talking to him fucks up the zen so i don't i don't want to do that so he's gonna be slinging the, the ink on you brian and you and i are gonna be talking so are you comfortable or yeah i'm fucking good you're, you're oh, good you're yeah. solid yeah. how about those skinny jeans those skinny jeans are pretty tight what I, happens I fucking... if, you, if you get an erection in those things can you continue walking well or that's no? the whole that's the whole thing that's a different See, thing yeah, i like to show it off a little that, bit you now. like to show it off a little bit that's <laughs> the deal with those skinny jeans <laughs> That's good though. I like it. It's, are they motorcycle pants? Uh, I don't know what the fuck they are. It kind of looks like motorcycle pants. I, I, know, you, motorcycle I, know, pants I know your knees be cold as fuck though. Are, <laughs> are your knees cold out there? Nah, man. You know, they got, they're all good right now. Don't be dissing his style. No, dude. I'm just fucking with them because that's what I do. One, <laughs> because I'm old and fat and I got tons of insecurity <laughs> complexes going on. But you know how that goes down. So anyway, how long have you been doing a podcast, bro? So I started back in two years ago. Right. So I, I just kind of went into a New York studio. Right. And just started talking about first five episodes of what, what was on my mind and some of the challenges I was going through with the transition. No, you, you uh, so you, you sat down and recorded the first five? Is yeah, five all by episodes? myself. Yeah, all by myself. So just, what, did you did you sit down and talk for five hours or how'd you yeah, do that? Yeah, just by myself. I, I walked into a studio and I was like... You know, I, I, it was a project that I thought would help me. So anyway, you sat down and talked for five hours. Yeah. So you burned, so you burned five shows. Yeah, yeah. And and I, and so did you cut them? Did you cut them yourself? Did you have the the studio do it? How so did you the studio that? just kind of record. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. So of I was course, just, none of us do. We're just yeah, fucking making it up. Yeah, push buttons. Yeah, so I, I just did it. You know, I recorded in February about two years ago, uh -huh. around this time, and I didn't release it to April because right? because I, I had that. You know, what are people going to think? stigma and, and right. all that and I was like you know maybe I'm not going to release it and you know and over time you know I was like fuck it I'm going to do it you know of I'm course it. and the amount of, of love and people from the units uh, you know people I serve with were like dude this is fucking you know Good we're shit. all going through the same shit right and I was like that's fucking awesome so, so did you did you start when you talk did you talk about uh some of the some of the stress stuff you were dealing with. Okay. Did you talk about some of the drinking stuff you yeah. were dealing with? Did you talk about some of the problems sleeping? Right. Yeah. Some of the anger issues. Yeah. Some of that. Yeah. That. Uh, what's difficult to explain to people is that whether it's a sound or it's a smell or whatever, your everything in your body will tell you that you're getting in a fight right now, mm -hmm. and you're trying to constantly fight your way back from that, right. or try to keep yourself from responding to that. So. Did you did you address that just by yourself talking about it or how'd that fucking go down? No, I mean I, I mean in, in the podcast too I talk about, you know, battling with Percocet addiction to right. getting arrested, you know. Were you jamming them in your cock hole and stomping them flat? Uh anal. 
Anal? Okay, okay. She's curious. I heard that's the fastest method for uh-huh. Yeah. No, no. It, yeah, when you put them in your cock hole and you stomp them flat, just like anally, it goes right Ooh. to your mucous membrane. It's mm. fucking like hard. I'm thinking about I'm, that, bro. I'm just saying. <laughs> you like that? Woo! That's you can only get about 15 of them in there, and then it's just weird. What but anyway, so you talked about... So opioids, and you got those from the VA for injury, or so just- I had I had a double hernia surgery, right? You no, know, there there when I got out, and you know I just you know the Percocets were just coming in, and I was like, of no. course they're giving you a fucking trade. Right. So I'm like, fuck it. So I got I got really hooked on those, you know, right? And I battled those for months and months and months, and and the one thing that really helped me, you know, kind of get out of that was my buddy <coughs> opened a gym in Jersey City, uh huh, and you know I found another outlet. You know, right. working out and kind of, you know, talking about with him, you know, I trust, you know, like a group sport, you know, the, the typical, you know, transition um, struggles. And, you know, just talking with him, I kind of, you know, I started smoking weed, got real heavy smoking weed and that right. helped. And, you know, just by being active and talking about the shit on my mind really helped me, you know, from all those years, I just hit it. You know, right. I just kind of battled inside. Right. I don't, you know, I'm Well, because you felt, pardon me for interrupting, yeah. and if I'm wrong, feel free to fucking correct me instantly. But... It's been my experience with the guys coming back from whatever. Mm-hmm. So everybody feels some kind of way. They feel like they something might have happened that they should be ashamed of, right? Or they or they did something or they responded some kind of way, and they're feeling that uh, maybe somebody's thinking some kind of way about them. Not, but it it takes a while to get through that, but not realizing that all the people that have been there or been in a parallel situation. Are feeling very very similar. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe not exactly the same, but very similar. Mm-hmm. So, so has that been your experience? Yeah, I mean, just just kind of you know by starting a podcast, mm-hmm. I kind of you know I connect with you guys. I connect with a lot of different vets that are out there trying to help other vets out. Right. And and, and at the end of the day, you almost have the same kind of story, you know. You know. Of course. In, mm-hmm. in different ways, but right. it, it kind of and that feels that felt amazing. I'm like, yeah, I'm not alone, you know. Exactly. And I wasn't into the social media. I wasn't into that shit for years. You know, I was one of those vets like, oh, it's stupid. You know, like, you know, what are these guys doing out there? And then when I finally start the podcast, I realized, wow, this shit fucking, you know, helps me out. You know, right. And, and it's helping others out too. So it's like killing two birds with one stone. And it, 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 you know, and I'm continuing to do it. And it's just, you know, it's it's really connecting with other vets has been such a big, big fucking factor in my life. No, that's awesome. And you know, Jason and I've had this the same experience. We've we've been incredibly lucky. And we, we talked to you about this about the situation with the Soft Bad Monkey podcast. Mm-hmm. JD and I met uh, through a, an alternate source, mm-hmm. and then he and I had this idea. It's like, man, we should start a show. So we met. We literally we met at a pizza store. Mm-hmm talked about it for 20 minutes across from B&H downtown and we were just like fuck it let's go buy the shit so right. we went over and we bought it right and then we bounced off the guardrails for a while and the next thing you know South Bad Monkey stood up and the next thing you know we have people contacting us and we have the people people watching the show because we put some stuff on video and then we had then we had people reaching out to us <coughs> and then it was people asking well what would it cost to do this what would it cost to do that and I'm just like well have you ever listened to the show Mm -hmm. because we had you know professionals contact us have you ever listened to the show and they're like "Uh, no (laughs) and I'm like so just so I understand this we're going to send you a piece of sound and you're going to take that piece of sound and you're going to inject commercials into it and then you're going to pay us based on whatever traffic whatever tool you use to monitor that traffic and they're like yeah and I was like well have you ever listened to it because we say fuck 
a lot. No. And we're not gonna <laughs> no, stop. No way. And we're not gonna <laughs> and we're not gonna fucking stop because you're fucking paying us. Well well that that's the thing. I mean that's you know, the thing about the show and I got your six two is like I, I you know, you just gotta keep it real. People wanna hear real shit. They wanna hear exactly. how veterans talk and I think that's what you know, you connect with the real motherfuckers like that. And and not none of this, you know, everyone chasing the sponsorships and you know changing the way they are and, and, and when you keep it real people recognize that and you know and that's that's one thing too you know that's why i watch your show and I, you know like i said before i don't watch a lot of veteran podcasts but you know there's a, there's a sense of authentic authenticity that i think a lot of veterans you know you know it got to stay true to and and things like these shows and keeping it real and people want to hear the veteran talk hear these fucking you know making fun of each other saying fucking fuck and right. you know, like Talking no. about your skinny jeans yeah. action if you have an arrangement. And shoving fucking Percocets in your cock. But it, in it, your cock hole. It's only, <laughs> see, it's, you, if you're going to be filthy, you have to be intelligent. So right. either jamming them in your urethra or your cock hole. You see what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like a thing. Yeah. you got to go with it. You know, like shit Uncle Steve says. You know, like, like push like you're pooping. It's an anal sex reference. You know, so that's that's what we're talking about. And no, I, I agree with you 100%. And a helpful tip. Say again? Yeah. Just push like you're pooping. It's a sex, re that yeah. is, it's sex a reference. That is a helpful tip. Yeah. It absolutely is. See, so we're not. So just so you know. <laughs> just so you know. But no, you're 100% correct, man. If you're, if you're genuine and you're authentic, then that's going to resound with people who may have been a few places and done a few things. Mm -hmm. But the other thing is, and people have asked us all the time, you know, who's paying you, who's doing this, who's doing that? Ain't nobody fucking paying a shit. I mean, we've had sponsors, of course, right. but it's been other veteran companies. Like everything you see around here is Jason and I mm -hmm. putting this together. Right. And the reason we do this, and this is going to sound stupid, and well, actually, I don't give a fuck how it sounds, and it's. It is a little bit altruistic. We know we're not going to get paid back for it, but if we can keep one person from fucking suck starting your pistol in the shower, then that's a fucking win. Mm -hmm. It's a total win. Right. And when uh, Rory healed himself, it was uh, that was one of the ones I felt the hardest. And, right. and I had to record the intro to that podcast maybe six or seven times because I couldn't finish it because I started crying and I, I couldn't talk. My, my voice locked up. And... Uh, he was doing every fucking thing you can do the right way. Everybody. He wasn't fucking drinking a whole lot. He was fucking reaching out to people. He was going out and speaking. Or if he was, he was suffering inside. It, it, that's yeah. exactly right. And the, and, the reason, you know, yeah, well, uh, and, and the reason I circle back to that, because after you spend any amount of time in that business, because you're effectively passing out suicide. Right. That's really what you're doing. You're mm -hmm. fucking handing out suicide right. to cocksuckers who mm -hmm. fucking deserve it. Right. So it's... To guys who've been in that, guys or girls who've been in that business, that's just always a thing. Because mm -hmm. you know, fucking, that's it. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, it's fucking over. But granted, you hand that fucking painful baton off to everybody that's ever known you. Right. Yeah. And, you know, whether that's ultimate selfishness or whatever the fuck that is, but if we can keep one person from killing himself, then that's a fucking win, man. All of it's, all of it's worth it. I say the one thing, you know, and that's what I say too, I'll go back to this, I say, I'm killing two birds with one stone. I'm helping myself, mm -hmm. and I'm helping someone else out. You know, it's like, there's nothing better, and, and I'm sure you guys get that too. It's like, you know, you get that one message, you're like, you help me, but, you know, listen to your podcast, you know. I'm not doing that to fucking get, you know, fame or trying to, no? you know, it, 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 it's sincere. Oh, don't get me wrong, yeah. fucking... If somebody showed up and they wanted to fucking throw some cash down and we could continue doing what we're doing and, right. and not have to right. fucking take balls in the chin for it, well then sure. <laughs> yeah, but, right. but 
But reality is we're going to keep doing what we're doing because it helps. Because yeah. there's people out there that are fucking suffering. There's people right. out there that think, I'm the only one that's ever felt like this. Yeah, I was and like I'm kind of fucking sure. sick of it. And right. I'm going to shoot myself in the fucking mouth. Right. Right. And we, we sit here and we pretend that's, that's fucking, that that's going to go away. It's not going to fucking go away. No. It, Unless you talk about it, you reach out to people that you respect and you fucking love. And you know that those people, the last thing they're going to do is say anything negative to you. They're going to say, fucking, where you at? You want to come over? Right. Let's go fucking grab ribs or fucking I'll come over, whatever the fuck. Yeah, you, we'll yeah, yeah we'll get exactly. some tattoos and fucking yeah. chill. We'll yeah. sit down and get some tattoos yeah. and talk some shit. Yeah, we, never, we never make each other feel bad about nothing. Dude, yeah, but we know how complex our mentality right. is or how uh, fragile our mentality is. Like, I can slip into depression any minute. Right. And the, and when I do that, I ghost everybody. I just disappear, dude, because I have to. You know, it's just part of my process to, you know, mitigate and, and maintain. That's a fucking real thing. It happens very yeah. often. It's, it's, a, happens it's, a, more it's a part of life for me now, you know what I'm saying? And I just accept it and respect it. Right. That That's that's one thing too. It's like, this this is who I am, you know? And, mm -hmm. and, I, and I'm learning ways to deal with it. You like, know what I, uh, I equivocated to? It's like, or what I, how I justify it. It's like, you know, energy doesn't dissipate. I mean, energy dissipates. It doesn't get destroyed. It's like, it just moves somewhere else or changes its form, right? Right. So, you know, you take a few lives or you reduce a few individuals and that energy is still out there, that karma is still out there, you know, you you reap what you sow. It might not be in the form of direct fucking, you know, response to what you did or in the form of how you did it, but that energy will still be around you. You could even call it fucking spirits if you say, think about this shit. You, you took these motherfuckers' lives away from them, you, you ended their ability to see their families, and all these motherfuckers want is a week from you. Fuck it, give it to them, bro. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's okay. It's like when we when we look at death. You don't look at death. I don't look at death as a terrible thing. I look at it as a beautiful thing. It's a it's cyclic. It's a part of life. It's, it's, that's just, what, that's it's like being born. Brain, it's part yeah. of the life cycle. You know that's, that's why the French call fucking orgasm the little death. The petite what? Yeah, what petite? I know. I'm with you, man. I don't. I. But I, I let them run their course. Their course. I let energies run their course. Yeah, yeah. I feel good. I well, mean, well, I heard. I heard something. You go back to the comment that you guys said. It's like. I got you. Got no more karmic debt, right? I heard you guys say karmic something about debt. Yeah, karmic debt. I like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Where you go? You know, I don't, I don't, I, I, you know, I, I'm doing good shit now. You know, all the bad stuff I did before. Now I'm getting good at mm -hmm. getting that good karma. And I actually, well, that's because you do it. When you, you know, you, you reaping what you sow. So you put out good energy, you get good energy. Right. And you're not living. You're living righteously. You're not living for the wrong things. You're not making moves for. The, you know, I, we bring this up, and I like to just, you know, tag this shit on here so people hear it. You know, individuals, young men, live for pussy and money. Mm -hmm. And those are just consequences of life. You know what I mean? That's like gonna happen. That's uh, that's gonna happen as sure as you're gonna eat lunch at noon or one. You know what I'm saying? Like, you put to live for your lunch, to live for the next lunch, that, that's, that's a waste of time. Well, what are you doing to advance yourself? You're just living from lunch to lunch. You're living from pussy to money. You know, and you're, it's just your perception of, of life is just not where it needs to be. And you're gonna make these you know, questionable decisions that will ultimately lend to keep depositing that comic fucking debt. Mm -hmm. Cosmic debt. In a, a situation that, that we're in currently, we do this shit purely to fucking give back. Mm -hmm. That's it. I don't fucking want anything out of this deal. Right on. I want to fucking sit down while Jason's inking you, put another segment of the show up while Harold over here fucking films it, we put the sound together, put another segment of the show up, and maybe if we're fucking lucky, 
somebody listens to it and think, fuck, those dudes went through something similar. Mm -hmm. I should reach out to my bros instead of trying to fucking drink myself to death. Yeah. Or instead of fucking, you know, sucking on my fucking pistol. Well, I mean, I mean, look at it, you know. It, you know, I was at a point, too, a couple of years ago where I didn't reach out. I wasn't doing shit. Right. When I put myself out there, I connected with you guys. Like, you, know, you got to put yourself out there and... Yeah. You know, you know, share the common bond of the struggle, and, right? And, and share those stories, especially you know? if you find yourself idle. Right. Pick up a new trait. Right. I did that podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And just follow your intrigues. Right. Just live to follow your intrigues. And guess what? As you're dabbling in it, and you find that you don't fuck with it, just keep it moving. Right. But whatever intrigues you, pursue it, and that way, when you die, you don't have that what if. Yeah. And you got to be willing to experience a little bit of discomfort as well. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, because right. reaching right. out, right. reaching out to guys you don't know, and I'm sure it was uncomfortable for oh, you. You fuck fucking, yeah. some of them is bitches. You fucking yeah. heard the podcast and then uh, reached out to fucking JD, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Right. You know, because in your head you're thinking these guys are fucking whatever the hell, right. and then you get up here and you're like, "Wait a second, these guys are fucking just like me." Yeah. You know, and that's that says a lot too. You you got you experienced a little bit of fear and you walk through it. Right. Yeah. Because, I mean, go ahead. I mean, the, the things that I, I found too is in life, you know. You know, it's kind of cliche to say, but the best things that happened is when I got out of my comfort zone, like doing yeah, podcasts, mm -hmm. talking about my struggles, and there's been nothing but positivity out of that. No, so absolutely. Far. By your own hands, man. By your own fucking hands. Can no one take that away from you? The life you build with your own two hands can no, is recession-proof. Can no one take right. it from you, bro? And we've talked about that a ton of times, mm -hmm. because guys, you know, you go, you go to the Marine Corps, you go to boot camp, you go do whatever combat tours you go to and then but you're still carrying around this insecurity and fear mm -hmm. you know you're carrying around it you know maybe you're thinking somebody's thinking something about you that you don't want them to think about you or mm -hmm. or maybe you don't think you have this skill or maybe you think you're gonna say fuck at the wrong time yep. or maybe you've got too many tattoos or or maybe that person can can feel that you didn't fucking sleep last night and you're dangerously close to biting right. her eye out and fucking her dead skull and you gotta leave the room or, or, or whatever. Right. Whatever that shit is, you're carrying that shit around and when you recognize it and you can move through it anyway, then that's, that is where the fucking juice is. That, that, that's where the transition hit me when I got out. You know, I was all worried about, what do these people think of me? You know, am I gonna say the wrong shit like you said, say fuck, you know? And mm -hmm. you know, it's this guy looking at me like that. It's a, it's a, it's a lot of different things going through your mind that it takes time to kind of recognize. I, I kind of got a PSA, and this is yeah. for the individuals that listen to our show. Mm -hmm. You listen to our shows, and you follow us, but some of you are just some miserable, some outright miserable sons of bitches. They will input what they feel you should do on your show, and what they don't understand is, one, this is my trial and error, two, I'm not just a regular schmuckatelli nobody interviewing fucking badass military ninjas like we're peers to a certain extent so when we talk to each other it's a genuine conversation mm -hmm. and if you know anything about us our conversations always entail one cutting each other off dick jokes like it mm -hmm. is what it is so uh, since day one right i've been telling people listen this isn't a show for you yes yeah, this is us. a show for us well, you're privileged enough to sit in and listen to this exactly shit. so shut right. the fuck up and stay quiet I'm no, sorry, that's the way I feel. Listen. You don't like it, don't listen easy. to it. That's yeah. the beautiful part about podcasts. Yeah. Right, right. You're going to find your people. You're going to find your tribe. Right. Because they're going to they're be the ones that are loyal. But if someone has uh, input on how to make the show better and all that, 
I don't give a fuck. Always, always here now. I don't give a fuck. Hit that unsubscribe, motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> Listen. Cool. You got it. Start your own shit, dog. Right. And they won't. And they won't. <laughs> well, you sit there. You woke up. Someone shit in your cereal. And then you want to pass that shit on to me. Well, that's it. Yeah. Because I didn't perform the way you wanted to. Can you imagine how just undisciplined this person is? How impulsive this individual is? The first thought in their mind, they decided to Twitter fingers that shit on IG or whatever yeah. the fuck. They had no, like, they never thought to stand aside themselves and say, who the fuck am I to tell this motherfucker anything? Yeah, that's funny. I, I, I find it is I, funny I, when, you, when you think about it. It's yeah. like, like, I, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I get it all the time. No, I, 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 I get it. I get it. I get it too every now and then. Ah, I, do. I, I do the thing you say block, unfollow, delete. Oh, dude. <laughs> I am fucking ruthless about that blocking shit. <laughs> I, love, I do it now. Dude, any, any, I don't thing. respond at all. Any type of negative commentary. Peace. Or even, like, see, for example, here. because <laughs> all, no, all three of us, Polly, JD, and myself, we all put shit on the fucking soft bad monkey IG stream. All mm -hmm. of us do. Mm -hmm. If I see somebody attacking somebody on the fucking soft bad monkey fucking stream or or making a negative comment, I don't fucking respond. You're just a you're just a memory. That's the best best response. Yeah. No none response. of that shit. None yeah. none of that negativity. That's and then you know what's true too? What's that? The next day, if yeah. you don't respond, you'll see that they went on there through embarrassment and took the comments off themselves. Right. Uh, I just because they didn't get the fucking they didn't get the reaction out of you that they were expecting, it's, and they mm -hmm. left the liability out there on the ground. They left the target indicator out there, yeah. one that's not being responded to. So everyone visiting that post is like, who's this fucking sad ass loser? Right. <laughs> target indicator. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Right on. So, first thing, the uh, where'd you grow up? I grew up in Marstown, Marstown, Upper North Jersey area. Right. Um, you know, you know, good, you know, good family. Football, so, soccer. Let's fucking hear about it. Come uh, on. Field hockey. Field no. hockey. <laughs> you play, you play field. Bro, any fucking, any fucking sport where you can run around and beat motherfuckers with a stick. So I'm down with that fuck shit. Yeah. Bro. I, Come so, on. So I, I, you know, I grew up, you know, playing football, um, you know, wrestled, fucking, you know, just, just kind of. Free a lot sports. of homoerotic energy going on, or just pure fucking, just, just, I love fucking. You know, growing up, I had, I had parents divorced. I was a young age. Oh, so you were so angry. So I, I grew up. I was getting suspended in, in middle oh, school. Fighting. I was fighting. I was just an angry. Fighting. How old were you when you started drinking, doing drugs? Probably uh, what's freshman year in high school? I don't know. Uh, 14? 14? Yeah. Yeah. Freshman, freshman sophomore, junior. Yeah. yeah 14-ish, Yeah. So, so basically, I, I, I wouldn't even show up to school. I would just go play sports and just fucking... Yeah. Get, get fucked up? Yeah. Get well, fucked up. Go fuck up. And, and booze? Just weed. Weed. We, yeah. Uh, yeah, I started getting the cocaine, too, early yeah, on. Nice. How old? Probably 15, 16. Man, you're doing oh, check. You, you out. I started selling blow at 12. Uh -huh. Wait, you know? And, <laughs> you know, I, it's crazy. I, I started using blow to the Marine Corps. What? Yeah. Damn, Jason's a late. Your white boys was showing me some. <laughs> <laughs> y'all white boys was showing me some. Y'all do some drugs, man. Oh, you know, yeah. it's a melting pot. So we get oh, there. Yeah. And y'all with the Wild. ecstasy, the Wild. acid, the shrooms. You're like, what are these things? All I know is Can weed. I take one? Oh, dude. <laughs> All I know is Philly Blunts. <laughs> Oh, really like, Here, let me introduce you to something called Special K. <laughs> <laughs> Jason's a fucking gangster, but I'm telling you, his mom and dad love the shit out of him, and I'm jealous. Hell yeah. Like that song, fucking Spoonman, that's me. All my friends are fucking brown and red. Yeah. That's the way it goes down. Yeah, I mean. So anyway, fucking 15, so you're already I, like, fuck it. We're fucking or fighting, so, I don't care which one. Yeah, so I mean, and then I, you know, I got involved, you know, with, you know, some drug dealers later on. He, he was, you know. Big front news, U.S. Customs busting them, front page, you know, we were, you know, just kind of 
Why were you doing? We, we was fucking robbing people. Okay. Like, all right. And so then then we call that chanting over here. It was chanting. So, <laughs> so I actually got, I went, my parents were like, fuck, he's not going to school. Mm-hmm. So they, they shipped my, I ended up going to a reform school. At 16 years old, I woke up in the middle of the night, this fucking guy sitting there and he goes, you know, at first I'm like, am I just fucked, fucked up? up? Like, am, I, am I hallucinating? You're right, right, because I'm all fucked up. Right. Right. What are you doing? I'll bring over my bed! So there's this guy there talking to me, and I see handcuffs on his belt. So I'm like, is this a fucking cop? Am I about to get My parents were like, you know the cops are So who was this conversation taking place? In my bedroom. In your bedroom, in your parents' house. In my dad's house. They came for you. So it wasn't a cop. And I see this big diesel motherfucker behind him. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this? Right? Am I? Yeah. <laughs> they're they're gonna gonna do, do, I'm, I'm not doing, doing the fucking, they're doing the fucking. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, who's going to go, you know, know we're going to take you to school upstate New York and Augensburg, New York, to school Ivy Ridge. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? So, and this was like zero dark 30 in your brain. I'm three a.m. They took him in this car and, you know, I still remember they're like, you know, what kind of, they're cool as fuck. And, and, you know, they're like, you know, you're going to go get help, you're going to get reforms, all, all this shit, shit, but, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. But, but mm-hmm. so, you know, they, they fucking, I remember in the car ride, it's like a Cadillac, Cadillac, you know, he throws around. Was it an SUV or a car? Car. And the guy's like, what do you want? Did you have the cops on? No. No, so I just, I, did they let you wear shoes? Yeah, I shoes everything on until I got there. But, the, you, you know, know this big diesel dude sat in the back with me. The guy was driving, you know, fucking like two pots. Listen, some gangster rap. Yeah, it's not that. 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 Didn't, didn't go, go outside, outside for three months. Fucking, um, you know, it was basically, you know, wait, 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 you didn't have no outside time? No, no outside time. When, when you shit, you only had two sheets out of a fucking room. Yo, get out of here! Yeah, so it was like an old school fucking reform. Fuck so your butt was stinking a lot is what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. you know? <laughs> Unless they fed you nothing but like raw meat, so you were pooping like charcoal. Taco, taco, taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Sweatpants. It was, it was the school got, got shut down later for like, uh, you know, the, the, the sexual harassment. For, for fucking, fucking abuse and fucking, you know. Yeah. 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 Uh, what do you call it? A congregation of young men and old men. The old men are gonna try to put a boogie in there. Dude, it's fucking. It's worse than the fucking shit. Like, like, it, it, it was a lot of people that were court ordered, you know. So, right? So, you know, that, that was like the first time where I like met you know, people outside my like society culture. Kind of just kicking. You were in a melting pot. So, how long till you got your first fight when you were there? Um, I didn't. I was, I was actually, actually fucking, fucking, I was, I was good. good. So, so I, was, I, was, I, was, I was like, I want to get the fuck out of here. They're like, if you're good, you're going to get the fuck out of here. Nice. So what I did is, I just fucking read, fucking kept my mouth shut, worked out, fucking did your stuff. Yeah, and then and actually, it's crazy, the week before I got picked up, I just were playing basketball, I got hit in the face by this dude. With a dick? Big swinging dick. So basketball fucking hit me. And then I just fucking lost it. Everything you get right. And then he's fucking just coming back. Like, yo, you're doing good. And that's all that fucking. You got a week. You got a week to go. Right. Fucking. I'm the fuck out. This fucking black dude. I remember he goes, keep your fucking shit together. He goes, I'm not leaving you are. I left there. This is so. And then. So what are you, 17 now? Yeah, junior year. In the junior year. So ended. So did the junior year count? So you went in yeah, so senior year in high school, regular high school. Yeah. So right. Our football team. So 
was, was supposed to be, you know, NJ top team. You know, I no like, idea what the fuck that means. New Jersey, Jersey, New Jersey's top, top football team coming out of high school. So yeah. I wanted to go play, you know. Right, of course. And, uh, you know, I went back for the fall. And then got, uh, you know, I got back into trouble again. So you go to regular fucking high school, right? So right. you only spent like a year in fucking gladiator camp. No, no real violence or anything in there. So you're in gladiator camp. You get your fucking shit together. You decide to do your studying and stuff. You get out playing football, regular high school. So where does the focus for college go? Because I know, I well, I know you got excited to go to college at one point in time, and then you lost that. So where, where did that, where did that excitement for college come from? So I think it was the somebody you, told you you should. Well, yeah, what? I think it was just a normal. You know, you go to right. college after high school, but right. I didn't have the fucking grades. And right. Shit. So I, I ended up going to Valley Forge Military College right. to play football and get a scholarship. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, there I kind of learned a little bit about the military, you know, the right. plebe system, all that shit. Right, of course. And I was thriving in that environment where it was structured and, you know. Well, there's fucking hard, fast rules. You knew right. exactly what was expected. So right. it was easy to understand. Right. You do this and then this happens. You do this and then this happens. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Right. Very fucking binary. There's right. no no gray areas, no bullshit. Right. This is what we need you to do. Straightforward. Okay. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. Right. And then, uh, yeah, I went, I went to, and it, and. This is where I, I talked to you about, you know, Brian's rock and roll tour. Right, exactly. So how long were you in college? Year and a half. You were in college for a year and a half, and then what? One day you just decided, so I came fuck to... this. Were your grades shitty, or was there a bunch of things leading up to it? Yeah, I mean, I started I started getting into the old me, you know? I was, right. I was uh, you know, it was after winter break. I came right. back, and we had a demerit system. Right. And I came back. There's fucking Basho for the fucking demerits. For yeah. what? You were like, worse. Like, skipping, I was skip, starting to skip skipping school, fucking just don't, you know, whatever. just rebellion at fucking military school, just right. kind of, you know, being an asshole. Right. Um, and I was like, you know, I'm fucking leaving. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm out. Right. And, you know, I, and I walked down to the dean's office. I remember it was like this colonel. Right. He was like the dean. He was all military, army dude. You know, fully stuck fucking ribbons and whatever. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, but right, I'm just right. like this fucking. This, you know, now I look back, this fucking badass. You know what I mean? And I was like, yeah, I'm quitting. <laughs> and he I'm said what? He's like, you quit here, you're gonna quit everything in life. You right. know, gave me the speech. Man, that's the really shit if I could tell you. That was the first thing he said out of his mouth to you. Yeah, yeah. That shit stuck with you for a while. Yeah. Huh? Mm -hmm. And and I was just like, fuck it, I'm out. Mm -hmm. So I got in my car and Brian's Rock and Roll tour started. Right. I, I, you know, I went up to all my my boys' college. Oh, you're right? So now I, now I'm an experienced college. Right. You know? Fucking fuck. So home. you go up, fucking, you're drinking, fighting, and oh, fucking couch surfing like nobody's business. Yeah. Yeah. So how long did you do that before you decided, you know what, I'm going to need to seek my entertainment elsewhere? <laughs> four, probably four months. Three four months? months? Yeah. So four months of hardcore oh, party. Yeah, and then what? What was the what was the one instance that made you decide, I want to go in the Marine Corps? What was that? I, I, I had something hit me where like, what am I doing in life? What? Hit you like a... Hit yeah. you like I was a home, living at home, or? living at home, doing nothing, man. Nothing. Oh. And I'm like, I'm, I'm pathetic. Right. Like, you know, I, you know, I, I, you know, I'm gonna fucking just walk down the recruiter's office, you know, and and I'm only being fucking a grunt too. You right. Know, remember? Whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, I just like, you know, I'm gonna fucking join. I'm bored. Right. I'm bored with life. Mm -hmm. You know, right. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, and you know, I was 21, so a little bit older, and I said, fuck it. I went. Um, what did I? I went to recruiter was probably like July that summer, mm -hmm. and I went to boot camp in September. Right. And you know. September two thousand eight. September two thousand eight. Pumped up. So the war. Yeah, I was ready to go. Yeah. No. So the war was fucking. The war was solid because we we were fucking balls deep by zero three. Yeah. So, so 
it was so there was no doubt in your mind this is what was going on I'm right. going into the Marines I'm going into infantry and I I'm gonna go get some fucking dirt and I wanted to do it right it was just part of me growing up so there was there was no doubt in your mind yeah. that's exactly what was gonna happen right. so you went into the recruiter's office what did you tell him uh, I want to join and I want to be an infantry right and he yeah. said what he goes, we don't have any O3s right now. You know, I tried to do the bullshit, and I go, well, they didn't have O3 contracts. But, they, you know, they're trying to fill a quote. And I was like, nah, I, and I'm, yeah. not doing, I'm not doing an open fucking contract. Right. So, and, uh, yeah, eventually he came back, and he's like, all right, we got an O311. And that's why I got shipped out quick. He goes, you can right. ship out here. And I was like, sign me the fuck up. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't even care. <laughs> like, so you, you, get, you get to boot camp, and then how much of a wake-up call was that? Big, because I, right before... Boot camp. I had right. a hernia surgery. Right. So I didn't. I didn't work out. Mm. Right. So I had. Now you don't fucking. You'll be born again hard in that so fucking school right there. Because I was out of shape, basically. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. And that was a time where I was like an extra month in boot camp because you were out of shape. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I forced, damn. So I got That's brutal right there. So I'm like, you know what? You know, I said I got to die recruit too. Uh huh. So yeah, I was that like, shit was torture, so man. it was like, you know, this is this is where I'm gonna see what I'm made of. You know, right. people are quitting. You know, if I want to be a marine, I got to fucking earn it. Right. So that was your penance you saw. That was like yeah. really in life Damn. where I was like, yeah. I like that. So you took it as that, and you said, I gotta get yeah, through. Yeah, I was. Like, I gotta suck it the fuck there ain't up. Mommy and, do and daddy my time. here. There ain't nothing. Mommy this and daddy coming to wipe your ass now. Right. And I wanted to quit so bad, but you know what? I was fucking working out in the middle of the night. Fucking. By the end of boot camp, doing 18 pull-ups. Fucking. Just, just ready to roll. Nice. And it was a wake-up call, you know. And um, yeah, uh, you know, like I said, I got an extra stay at a five-star hotel. I don't know if it's a five-star hotel. But. Yeah. <laughs> right. So anyway, get out of boot camp, and then what? Then where do you go? SOI. So what the uh, right. Right. How was that? I thought school of infantry was harder than fucking boot camp. Right. <laughs> yeah. Why? What was what was the challenge? It, it was about? just. I think it was more of just the. You know, you, you had the guys. You know the sergeants and whatnot. They're a little bit. I, I had more respect. They were less yeah. respect. Yeah. Well, yeah. That was the Iraq guys. Yeah, 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 no, no, yeah. It was different for me. There was no combat. No, right. these guys were fucking killers when he was. Yeah, when I went through, it was a bunch of bitch ass mm -hmm. motherfuckers. Right, right, right. So we're talking about a different animal, big time. I know nothing about his core. Yeah, forget about. Because think about it, like yeah. when I went in, I got to enjoy a few years of that college like environment. Of course, right. You're working from zero something to oh seven oh seven to sixteen hundred, whatever. And then, you know, we'll go fuck around out in town, party, fucking right. drive around. And then we go to uh, UDPs or, or pumps and we, we fucking dock and we fuck our brains out. And right. just, right. it, was, it was great. It was a college experience. Right. And then there's guys that just came in and all they know is war. Right. right. So they didn't know. Get, so those are the cats that were yeah. putting him through school infantry. Right. Right. So school of infantry, yeah, what was... Punch you in your chest. Oh, they were, they were fucking like... <laughs> well, and... And I'm sure that there were several challenging tasks, but what was the one, what was the hardest one for you there? I think it was the fucking, I, I laugh at this, but the fucking shooting fucking a rifle in the cold, man, with the fucking, I mean, a lot of me, bro. Was it M16? Or? Yeah, 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 no, shooting everything, you know, yeah. and uh, but I tell people all the time, North Carolina is fucking cold in January and no. February, bro, okay. on the field, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it was just more of a mental state, they're right. getting you that mindset of just... I don't know what it is. It was just uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna go over there and kill them before they kill us. Or right. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I, school of infantry was tough, and then after that, I went to uh, first battalion, second marines, my first right. unit in March. Right. So how long were you in the unit before you get fucking shipped off? So we did a full year workup. So oh, good. good so good. the so we did a lot of training. How many guys did you lose out of the unit during workup for whatever really? reason? Uh, not the workup, but on the point like work. No, no, uh, you didn't lose guys out of the fucking unit during workup. Like they couldn't accomplish 
some shit you know attached to I mean? you know, the Once you're in the infantry unit, you're, you're not getting yeah. dropped. You're just getting your foot in your ass. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, yeah, and if you get any no goals in the Marine Corps, yeah, like that's your curricular dog. When everybody else is chilling, you doing that. Right. Oh, okay. And then your unit is gonna find some way to connect with the certifying shit unit. Out. And yeah. yeah, they're like, yo, we need after hours up in this bitch, bro. So oh, I mean, so some of the some of the shitty guys that they didn't think yeah, were gonna no, be. There's no failing. They, they, they would put you in like nah, headquarters. I'm just saying, where put you? Well, we got we lost fucking no, guys. Yeah, but yeah, but you guys, different. Yeah. you guys, it's an incentive to complete your process. You get the prestige. No, I mean, out of the hey, pl- you're talking about out of the platoon prior to the platoon. That's what I'm you trying to say. It's the it's it. Navy SEAL platoon. Yeah. Yeah. They're talking about <laughs> Yeah. So if you fuck up, go back to the fleet. Right. Go fucking bust Russ or, you know, harass right. or whatever right. the fuck. But you can't do this no more because you don't cut it. Right. With infantry Marines, there's nowhere to go. That yeah. is it. They're like, hey, well, you better figure this shit out because I got six months before you right. start exactly. going to the two way range, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, you do a fucking year workup, yeah. and then where? Where do you go? So we, you know, did CACs in January, and then that's when, uh, you know, this is where they're like, in December, Obama had that speech. We're sending 30,000, you know, reinforcements. At so January 09, <coughs> right? Uh, 10. <coughs> January 10. January 010, Afghanistan. <coughs> And uh, no, that's that's where the you know we finished tax. I yeah. deployed March 2010. March. Okay. To uh, Musakela. Okay. And we ri- we ripped the Brits out of there. And How was that? It, it was it was it was interesting. You know, right. this this the first. You know, you get there and you're just kind of like. I don't know how to explain it. You know, like you're going over there; it's totally different than your second deployment. You know, you right. don't know what the fuck to expect. Because my my seniors were guys that just got back from you know Lance Cooley's and whatnot were from right. Iraq, but they had a chill deployment. So none of the guys were really you know teaching you at this point. You're like, going these fucking guys. The guys that you're fucking there to kill are fucking hard, and they're they're not fucking playing. They're yeah. serious. I, I tell this story all the time. Well, they've been in fucking war since the '70s. <coughs> fucking Russians. So these fuckers have prevented this shit. Run <coughs> around and fucking. 13,000 feet with They're fucking um, white flip-flops with no yeah, socks right. and shit. Yeah. Their TTP was to allow you to take over that country. Yeah. And, and then, then they, they let the hardships of the country, country yeah. work itself through your your, your, your ranks and then they call for jihad. Yeah. And it works all the fucking time. Every single fucking time. Right. And, and, and I tell Did we not come to the table with Taliban just recently? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Couple years peace. Now, yeah. For peace. Right. Right. So now peace. we recognize them. We recognize Listen, coming to the table with Taliban... Yeah. We set the precedent for the rest of the world now. Right. Now the rest of the world must negotiate with them because we did. Right. That's it. Remember, so, we don't negotiate with terrorists. Yeah, yeah that's over. I, don't, I rest my case. That's happened. over. Yeah. So anyway, you get over there, yep. and then what happens? You know, the, the normal, you know, couple firefights. You know, there. Right. You know, so what? Uh, how long till you're there until you get in your first oh, firefight? Yeah. Oh, really? So this, this is a funny story. So I was. <coughs> well, in, we got to town, motherfucker. <laughs> where I was in Bravo Company. Right. So, so the first fucking day we, we get to our like you know patrol base out there. Right. Me and my buddy are on post. You know. Is it a forward area? Or is it hard? <coughs> what, what's that? Is it a forward area? Or is it a fucking hard area? It's a forward. Yeah. yeah. So we're out. You know. We have your bears and all. Yeah. 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 Right. So, and uh, you know we're getting ready to do pushes throughout the, right. you know, the villages and whatnot, and establish right. our own PBs. And I'm sitting there on post the first day of my buddy Masseron, and we're sitting there and we look over the A over there, you know, you know, like right. they're over there because we're, you know, I'm like, what the fuck, you know, first we're all like looking at like a post, like you know, first time. That was know. like spot on. And I still remember just looking at that, be like, is this a fucking movie? Movie? Like what the fuck? Villages? Like you see yeah. this? It's, it's weird. It's a weird. Oh, it's yeah, a totally. weird. And then you know, it was like, is that a fucking? Is that a fucking hut? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is yeah. that? Everybody's coming to me. Yo, 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 yo
Yeah, 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 See this fucking A and A pull out a machete, right? Right. And I'm like, what the fuck? Right. Fucking goat. And this fucking goat is screaming. I'm like, yo, we're in on the top on the top of its head or what? He yeah, didn't do just, a swing. He just did a yeah. Cut. Just hold him down, fucking saw and then hear this goat. Yeah, like, I was like, dude, we're in a fucking different. That's how loud, dog. They gotta bleed them out. Yeah, bro. yeah. So yeah. what they do? Did they string them up or they just let them bleed out flat bleed like out, that? Dude, they're just fucking savages. Yeah. yeah, I feel like the the bigger joints, like the cows and shit, they string them motherfuckers. Yeah, up, cause they take a long time to bleed out, and they do it right in the middle of the fuck. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. Yo, cars be like, shit. All right, we go right at the fucking cow upside down. Just dripping mm-hmm. in the yeah. middle, you're like, Ugh. that's weird. That was a lot of shit for us to figure out what the fuck we exactly we were looking at, right? <laughs> we yeah, we're like, like the, it's so this different. This man wiping his ass with his naked hand, right? That's gross, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and then, so uh, anyway, he yeah. pulls, he starts fucking, he starts murdering this goat, yeah. So that, that was like the first so you're like jerking off watching him murder this goat, yeah. and you're thinking, well, well it's like, just weird for a Tuesday, yeah. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so we, we were QRF for uh, our uh, Charlie company probably that first week. Right. And the first week, this is where I got dysentery, and I was fucking oh, puking. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Through through so we're getting, we're getting nice. dropped on the side of a mountain to go do uh, QRF with Charlie company. But wait, I got a poop. Never mind, keep going. Oh. Keep they, going. They just give you the modium. Right? Oh, yeah. Stuff you up. Uh, you just hear your asshole slam shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I remember, too, being like, that was the first time we took contact and whatnot. Right. And I'm just like, just fucking shoot me at this point. You were you miserable just, and you were in a tick. 110 degrees. And you fun. was in a tick and fucking had yeah, to run, fucking, bro. Yeah, it was hard. Was and like, you were dehydrated. So yeah. was, it, was it an all-day thing or was it a oh, fucking... Yeah, all-day thing. All-day. So you're in a fucking yeah. gunfight all day. Well, it's just, you know, not just direct, but it's like you're running around, too, just getting shot at. And it's like, fucking... Fucking Christ! Like, all right. And then the thing is, when we first got there, I think you guys had it a little bit easier. Like us, our, our leaders did, weren't experienced with the chaos. Right. So yeah. each and every one was consumed in their own individual chaos, and it, it took a yeah. while for us to fucking syncopate. Right. <coughs> yeah. I mean, that was the first time, man. Yeah, it was. Uh, and I remember, you know, we we were sitting there too. We we're running down the mountain. And there's this fucking old, they had the old Russian mines too everywhere too. Right, remember yeah. that from the Russian war. And this fucking dude just steps on this fucking plate uh-huh. and, it, and it was a dud. It just uh-huh. poofs up and I'm uh, like, fuck, dude. Jesus Christ. And, you know, and Marine still. We laugh about it now. The guy sitting there is like, his ass is on fire or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was, it's, a, it's a joke now, but. You know, everybody was good. Because it it, it came up and, like, burnt the fucking shit out. Did you catch him on fire? A a little bit, yeah. Okay, good. He's good, though. Fucking moron. (laughs) Y'all got worried about shaving his balls? Dude, he he fucking smoke-checked everybody. Did you beat him up for that? Like, you fucking moron? Yeah, so, I mean, that that was the first day, and then... uh, Nah, but yo, that was the first day. But some of them been out there for fucking... 30, 40 years. No, dude, since the 70s. Yes, yeah, since, since Rumsfeld was fucking uh, funding uh, Osama Bin Laden to yeah. fight fucking uh, the Russians. The, the history is nuts. Dude. Yeah, Russian mines, they hit a couple of our guys too. The, you know, not even just IEDs. They planned it was old Russian exactly. mines. Exactly. We lost a guy there too. Oh, yeah. Uh, and fucking those explosions are dirty. So fucking... So that's like, you've been there for how many days prior to that happening? Uh, a week. So that was the first <laughs> week. Day, yeah. So in your first week, boom, you're baptized. Yeah. Yep. And then what? 
And then it just starts picking yeah, up yeah, every I mean, you day. Get used to, yeah, so then it, it's just, you know, the normal, you know, routine. You know, patrol. Right. You know, you know some days are good, some days are bad. And You're right. Yeah, you know. But how long in that particular sequence you finally knew what the fuck you were doing? Because, like, the first, the I, I believe it's like the first two or three times you don't even know you're fucking reacting. I don't reacting. know what the fuck's going on. And I, then I was, about, about the fifth time you can actually think, okay, now we're going to do this. Oh, right. Now yeah. we're gonna do this, and, and, and you know, and I look back, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm probably that girl. I was fucking sick as fuck. Just kind of the first time you got into a tick, right? And just being like, I don't really give a fuck what right. happens right now, well, you know, or that was my mindset. I don't know, but it right. was, you know, testament to the point why one needs to be a hard motherfucker if you're in the infantry special operation because you right. there's no coddling, bro. Right. None of that. Yeah, they're like, Basho, you know, do you, you want to stay back? I'm like, fuck no, I'm on the, you know, I'm yeah, right. So you could get a fuck so you yeah. Could, yeah. what? Motherfuckers, if I don't go off oh, there, crazy. Bro. Yeah, I was like, oh, I, I ain't that would back. be you couldn't take it. Imagine that right now. Oh, no, no. Um, ain't no living that shit down, right? No, but yeah, no, that that deployment was uh, in Moose Kale, seven months, so right? said too. And I got back, and they were asking, Hey, you know, first battalion, six Marines, anybody want to volunteer? You know, they just got back from Marja, and they're you know, if anyone go go do a workup for deployment. And a couple was like, fuck yeah, I'm ready to go back. <laughs> <laughs> How long were you home? I got back. It was October. I did my post deployment. Right. Uh, November. I, I switched over, started the workup with 1-6 in December. And we deployed five months later. Right. To Sangin. 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 Yeah. Push the Kajaki. Right. Sangin. Yeah. Sangin. I want to say something about Sangin. I don't think people give credit for I think Sangin is one of the worst fucking combat zones the Marine Corps had to deal with during this whole fucking yeah. hoo Yeah, I got, I got hit with like, it was, there, That yeah. was one of the worst fighting from what I understand. Oh, it is, and I've, I've, I did two tours. And then I went to Afghanistan as a contractor. Mm -hmm. And then working with my boys out there that were in Sanging and shit like that, let me tell you, their stories, none of mine's compared to theirs, ever. It was a nightmare, bro. They, yeah, 3-5. Three, 3-5 three, three, five. Three, five mm -hmm. is one that got... Uh, Dark Horse got hit. You know, we, we weren't part of the, the initial push, but uh, we, we got the saying. And I got I was in a, a Vic, and I got hit the first week there. Yeah. And we're just like, oh, fuck this. Like, that's that's how Sagan is, though. It's full of IEDs, and I think at one point, you know, they said per square mile was, like, the dangerous place because there was IEDs everywhere. And those motherfuckers, there was, there was, there was guys, you know, I think one of, I was a team leader there. We had an engagement, probably, you know, 20-foot engagements. Right. Those wow. motherfuckers were close. It was coming out of the building. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I got I threw a grenade at one. You know, later down the line we'll talk about that. I don't want to high fight anything up, but it's just, it, it's fucking those motherfuckers. Say whatever the fuck you want. You yeah, first, 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 first off, first off, not many so people what? could say that. One, two. This is why they're listening to you, bro. Right. <laughs> they want to hear this. Yeah. So he's fucking twenty feet away. So did you fucking throw it and then hit the uh, deck I, or what? I, I placed my, you know, saw gunner as a team leader and fucking ran down and fucking threw it right in the fucking fire hole because they had right. fire holes. Oh, okay. They were yeah. fucking dumb. Yeah, in. that's what they do. With, like the mud huts, they put like, a little fire hole. Yeah. And that's where they would shoot at your fucking. Right. Yeah. Then it's so you had your the, fucking. Yeah, oh, just, bye bye. Wants the poof. 
No, yeah. you had your fucking, you had your saw gunner fucking yeah. put rounds just, in there. Just typical. And then you hold it down. Yeah, yeah. Keep the heads down. Cover, yeah. So cover. keep the heads down and then the grenade. Come and fire. Here's your, your consolation prize. <laughs> yeah. Tell them so, what they win, Brian. Yeah. You know. And, and, and then you know that that deployment towards the end was after that pretty quiet. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna try to hype. You know, some people like to hype their shit up, but mm. you know, it's um, you know we're getting ready to get out and. You know, I did that from July 2011 to January 2012. Right. And then got home. You know, the, the Marine Corps at that time was doing, hey, anybody want to do early? Because they were trying to downsize at that point. Yeah, they, they, they weren't. Yeah, I was like, yo, sign me up. I want to get out. My EAS wasn't until September. <laughs> and I was like, I got out June 29th. So I, I was, you know. Yeah. Rushing to get out, like everybody. And then budget. what? Yeah, there was budget cuts, and then they they weren't like giving motherfuckers boat spaces and shit like that. So right. they had to cut a lot of numbers from the core. So you got out in June, and then what happened? So I got out. Um, you know, I went down the Jersey Shore, man. And did what? How long did you party? Collect unemployment, fucking party all. Fucking for how long? Sucked on Snooky's Yeah. <laughs> uh, fist pump for a little bit. Mm. Um, Till fist pump. I'm, I'm assuming that was a masturbation reference. But yeah, I got out and I hiked the Appalachian Trail that August. Nice. The whole thing? 350 miles. No, I said fuck this after a while. I was like, I did this for too long. How long? Uh, till around Halloween, I did 350 miles. How, how long is the trail total? Uh, goes to Mount Katahdin. So we start up in Maine. Yeah. It's got to be like 2,000, I think. Right on. Did you take a pistol with you or anything? No, I was just fucking... I just wanted to... You said, fuck it, let's fuck see what it. happens. Yeah. <laughs> so did you have a hatchet or a knife? Oh, yeah, I had, I had a knife. So 2,000 miles, but you did take a knife with you. Yeah, I did so do what 2000. about the food? Did you take fucking processed food with you? Yeah, What'd yeah, you do? Because okay. I know there's places you can stop. Yeah. So you I, built your fires and you did yeah. your cooking. So you took, what, did you take a bivy sack? Did you take a tent? What'd you do? Yeah, I had a, you know, I had a tent. I had, right. you know, all, all like the... You know, civilian good gear. You know, right. like the, the you know, the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I like, don't even, I know what I, I know what I need. Listen, right, right, right. I'm not doing shit ghetto no more. Yeah, water no. filters, all that stuff. Right. blankets, let's go. Right, and uh, yeah, it was a good time. You know, yeah, you know, so, you know, smoking, chilling, walking, hey. 15 miles a day. It was, it was awesome. Did you yeah. meet anybody? Uh no, I, I don't really want to talk to anybody. No. <laughs> so that was that, I was anti-social. That was bro. almost a sabbatical. No, totally, yeah. completely understandable. Especially, especially, I'm sure that you you uh, had experienced some things you you thought you should feel some kind of way about. That I don't want people to understand. understand. Yeah. Right, exactly. And they don't need the fuck unless you were there. How the fuck yeah, you know? I don't know. I explain nothing. And you know. And you're not gonna just start talking to some fucking stranger, but yeah, no, I was. I was. Everybody was a fucking threat to me. I was kind of, right. you know. Um, but yeah, I did that. Came back. I got accepted to Monmouth University. What's that mean? By uh, the college down down the shore. Monmouth, Monmouth yeah, University. Yeah, so they had a veteran program, whatnot, like a yell ribbon, all that bullshit. Right. I don't, I don't know the full details. Yeah, no, I use, yeah. So I was like, all right, you know, I'm gonna go to college. You know, dude. Right. Get, get going. Finish college for what? Just business. Okay, whatever. That's cool. So I, I get there in January, and I'm li you know living down the shore by myself. Didn't really know anybody. Right. Shit started hitting. What do you mean? The the the, the elasticity in the rubber band snapped. 
So, you know, I started getting agitated. Yeah. Agitated and just kind of just every day fucking boozing, coming home by myself. And, right. And, you know, I, I wasn't, you know, that's where it hit me. It was like, I'm not around my boys in the barracks. I'm not around, you know, the boys. Start getting angry. Yeah, separational anxiety. And yeah. I hate yeah. fucking every college kid. And, yeah, and yeah. you're disgusted with how soft everybody is. Hated fucking yeah. college kids. Right. Yeah. Hate it. So, right. after semester, I said, fuck this. I'm not going to college anymore. Right. So then what? I, I end up doing a little iron working for manual labor. Right. What's to, that translate to? Iron working? What? Just carrying rebar and yeah, rebar just fucking yeah, you know, carrying fucking steel around, putting right. up, you know, um, and you know I got you know I wanted to get in you know I got an entry level job for a tech company. Okay. Product coordinator, or whatever. I was like, fuck it, you know, you yeah. know I don't want to be fucking doing this outside, you know. Right. I'm try something new. Maybe it's easier. Some Gucci shit. Right. You know <laughs> they make good money, right? Like. <laughs> Um, Some of the chicks be hot when you take the glasses off too. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I started a tech company and just you know, throughout time, just you know, learning through the Marine Corps and whatnot, just kind of just slowly. Well, how, when did you go and sit down at the recording studio and record your first five episodes of I Got Your Six podcast? And when you, I got, a lot of people don't understand what I Got Your Six means. So why don't you tell me? I know what it means, but why don't you say it out loud so Harold can record? So, so the so the way I Got Your Six, I, I you know I wasn't into coming up with some fancy fucking name or whatnot. Right. So I, I thought you know as, as you know veterans we know what that means like right. back in the military it's like I you know. Well, to, to guys like us that fucking means something. It means like I got your back in combat. Like right. no one's gonna fucking touch you. I'm right. loyal to you. Yeah. Right. You know. And I wanted I think to. The title describes your show in a nutshell, 100. percent Right. And 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 the the one thing is, you know, I, I wanted to transition that to, and I think as veterans is, you know, we still got each other's back by talking to each other, supporting yeah. one another. Yeah. It doesn't have to be combat. We're not relating, in fucking war anymore. Relating, because we suffer in silence, and right. we think we're the only ones going through this. And then mm -hmm. when we get together and start to talk, we realize, yo, not the only one. Right. Every like, time you mean you mean you felt like killing yourself every fucking second of every day for a couple of years at a time too? No yeah. fucking way. Oh yeah. It's like what? Yeah, and I always thought you was good. Every right. time I see you on, on Instagram, you Gucci. Your family, you look so yeah. good. And yeah, yeah, that's because you weren't there. You I weren't there. Social media will fuck your mind up too. Now. Yeah, but we're also good at not letting people know we were hurting. Right. Yeah, we we don't we don't show fear. We don't we don't. That's we don't show training. weakness, right? Yeah. You never know whether I'm hungry, whether I'm broke. You never know. And, and that that's the thing too. With I got your six. It's like, you know, we, we all fucking. You know, how many vets I talk to? Similar fucking story. Oh, yeah. Different ways. And it, it's you know that's what maybe I mean. not exactly the same, but, but definitely parallel. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, definitely parallel. You know the you know, and and, and during those years in the tech. I was fucking struggling outside. Right. You know, I, I got you know I got an apartment down in Princeton where the, the thing was, and I was by myself, and and, and it was just I wouldn't go out on weekends. I would right. just go to work, home, booze. Right. Yeah, I know where you. And, I know and, you, yeah, yeah. and you know, at work I was fucking chipper, all good, but I was fucking hurting inside. Well, because you were fronting for everybody. Right. Because you didn't want everybody to know. No. Everything was lackluster after that too. It was like nothing matters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Well, no, that. Well, in that particular situation, when your senses are heightened like that, nothing's ever the fucking same. No. The sounds aren't the same, the smells aren't the same, the tastes aren't the same. Everything, when you come back out of that situation, the volume decreases on everything. Right. And you can't, unless you've been there, how the fuck are you going to explain that to somebody? You just can't. Yeah, you're at a different level of consciousness. No, because now you truly know what a human being is capable of. And then you translate that to anyone. 
and that's where the gears start to turn. Yep. See, when people walk around this motherfucker ignorant, they don't know what one human is capable of, the evils that one motherfucker is capable of, until you see it with your own eyes. After that, you cannot undo that. You look at everybody with that, what's up, what's your angle? You think everyone's a threat. Yeah. But we've talked about it too. Is that necessarily a bad thing? No, I don't think so. I yeah. think it's an uh, no, it evolutionary. It's, it's exactly. Jason has mentioned this before. It's like we're forced to go to the next level. And I don't, I don't think it's broken. I think it may be hardened and perfected. But as far as damage, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that's the case. Right. But it's also too when you get out, you think you have to be a certain way as a civilian, mm -hmm. and you don't understand that being a veteran, having those heightened senses, is okay. It know? actually gives you an advantage, of right. course, over many because you're a hyper mitigator. So that means you could take a multitude of circumstances and mitigate for them, and then come out of them situations successfully. But because you deal with stress and you learn how to cut the emotional reaction out and deal straight with the motherfucking, you know, like the, the necessary. Like the giant leg wiener close to Brian and Jason. Yeah, yeah we, need, we need a little. Yeah, he needs it. He's missing it. Okay. <laughs> no, it, it, exactly right. Mm -hmm. And because you're so used to doing so much with so little, always, you're now capable of doing fucking anything with nothing. Right. And it just, yeah, that's... To an individual that's been a few places, or a or an, a, a business owner who's older, mm -hmm. they see the value in that. Mm -hmm. But if you go with just you know your standardized whatever situation, they're thinking that you need a piece of paper that states that you have these qualifications. Mm -hmm. But when the vets come back, they're so used to accomplishing so many things with very little guidance right. that you ask them to do something, they just go fucking do it. No, I don't need you to tell me how to do it. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go get it, get it done. I'm gonna get it done. And then that's it. it takes. I'm exactly it done. right. Yeah. Yep. So you did the IT thing for a while. When so you recorded the first five episodes. When did you decide to make the podcast a thing and give it some legs and a solid foundation and start reaching out? When did that hit you? So I, you know I did that. So we'll, we'll put 2019 in April. I released the podcast. Right. An episode every night. Just five episodes. Just me talking. No. And primarily talking about post-traumatic stress, my, my life, about some of the the less than stuff, and right. and and one thing that we touched on, you know, when we get out of whatever situation, we're convinced that we're supposed to look a certain way, we're right. supposed to dress a certain right. way, we're supposed to eat a certain thing. Right. Well, the the funny thing about advertising and media and all that other shit, if you're not dialed in, if you're not if you're not happy who you are, you'll start believing that stuff. Right. Because Western civilization is constantly barraging you with fucking shit. You should right. buy this. You should live here. You should make this. You should well, drive it's, this. It's, to me, it's all, fucking it's all nonsense. to distract you. It's all to keep you Stupid. focused on the hamster wheel. Right. Because think about it. I mean, especially when it comes to us, the individuals that we are. If we're not consumed with the mundane, you know how fucking detrimental... I don't even want to say dangerous or not like that, but like, I don't have to do the devil's work. You know what I'm saying? And you gotta run an entire nation? Yeah, you gotta throw some bullshit at that fucking nation to keep those sons of bitches busy. And that's where Hollywood comes in. That's where perceptions, societal perceptions come in and you start to live to those standards because you're running on that fucking master wheel, but the shit is stressful and all it is is marking time. Right. They don't want you to discover yourself, you know? They just want you to shut up and buy this. They wanna yeah. keep you Be fat. Fat, stupid, and medicated. Like, like uh, JD said on my, my podcast, they're bots. They want to be a bot. Bots, bro. <laughs> I mean, so that's, why, that's why you see all these fucking liquor stores. Exactly. 
that so they can fucking force feed yeah, the fucking alcohol, you know, force feed yeah. prescription medication, keep you fucking drunk and stupid and on your couch. So you're not out there exercising, you're not out there learning what? stuff, you're not out there talking what? to people. You have all this hey. fucking fear and bullshit hey, that brother. they're trying to feed you. It's nonsense. Brother. What? Shit fucking work though. How many people what in that city right, right now are doing the exact same thing? thing? You know that they, they should be afraid of people because they don't look the same. It's fucking nonsense. They fear standing out. They fear, you know, they just fear. Since when being an American included living with fear? When was that a thing? So how many people have you helped with the podcast so far, bro? If you're guessing, this is probably, probably, you know, I, would I would say, say maybe, maybe, maybe five, 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 five a month. Yeah. That, that's, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. that's really good. I'm not, I'm not looking for, yeah. and and you know, and you know this better than anybody because we've talked about it. The second somebody says I'm a fucking social media fucking influencer or any type of horse cock like that, it's like we're fucking done here. We got nothing else to talk about. Because this ain't about fucking likes and clicks and followers and fucking bullshit. This is no. This is about keeping people. It's, 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 it's about the guy still having. I got, I got your six. It's about your experience. experience you know, where you been? You fucking call me up, man. That's it. You fucking call me up. Exactly. Reach out. Hey, man. This is what's going on with me. You got a fucking minute? You're fucking right. I got a minute. I'll tell you what. There ain't nobody home. Come on over. We'll get some deep. We'll talk some shit. You can pet my fucking fat dog. <laughs> But, but the, the one thing, thing is, is go back, back I, I posted, posted something, uh, what is it, a couple, couple weeks, weeks ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can call, call yourself a better influencer. influencer. You think you're fucking amazing enough. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I saw that. <laughs> no, that is good shit. Yeah. 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 I'm a better influencer. No, you're not. Influencing dick. No, you're not. You're a fucking sellout, bro. Why do you want to be a sellout? You know what I mean? How often do you... make up on your face. <laughs> well, no, makeup and then the fucking stupid, flashy fucking clothes and all this fucking nonsense. And then you it's its funny because you get like these other companies that reach out to you on Facebook and shit. No, buy, buy. I'm going to fucking go smile in their pictures. Smile, be your Yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. All right, we got to get a We Did you, are you scared for like, a, I know you gotta, you know. Fuck yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, you scared? I don't care what anybody says, yeah, man. You're, you're fucking scared. You're man. fucking first thing. Every, every, time time every time I leave the wire, my asshole is doing that. Yeah, that's exactly that's exa- the first thing you hear. That's the loud in your stomach. You well, you hear that. You know what you're doing? And you're the first ones out there. You're like, well, fucking, I guess we keep walking in this dark direction here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's crazy. You're saying it was chaotic because. I guess the lead, the cap. There was no experience. Right. Like, the, the gap between actual the, the, seasoned combat veterans and and us was too significant. So so, so we were still know, we you, were still training with Vietnam fucking tra- training and tactic yeah, points. Yeah, yeah. And, and then we we get dropped off in the desert in the cities, and we're like, well, what well, 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 happened to the jungle shit he, we was learning? So he, he, <laughs> nah, I don't worry about the jungle shit. The Iraq guys really set up for the Afghan guys. Yeah, like we learned everything the hard way, bro. Yeah. We we took their experiences like the first the first thing you hear is your fucking asshole slam shut. Yeah. No, seriously, and then then you you're asking yourself, is this really fucking happening? And it, and it feels like no, it's seriously, weird. and that all happens at the same time. Is this really fucking happening? And then it's like, oh, then we do this. Wow. That's yeah. just and how I, fucking goes. Out of life experience, like for a second. Yeah. I, yeah. Out of nowhere, that, that's what. That's exactly it. out of nowhere. You start getting delusional almost, but like hysterical, like comedic hysterical. And because your body, your human brain is so crazy. It has a way to desensitize trauma and turn it into comedy. And then you just right. go into autopilot mode. The brain is beautiful. The brain could take a fucking motherfucker in prison. And if he knows he has a life sentence, his, his jail cell will become like the Taj Mahal. He'll have his corners, his regimen, everything be Gucci. He could still experience a nice, comfortable life. That that dude next to him, that motherfucker will fuck him in the ass and envision a woman. Because the brain knows it will no longer receive those things. So now it must adapt to something to attain that emotion and that feeling. So for us, it knew it got to get us out of there. So it converted that fucking trauma into comedy. And then it put us into what we call autopilot or zombie mode. And we just move. Next thing you know, it's 48 hours later, and we didn't realize we ain't eat, we ain't sleep. You don't know. You don't know. You just don't know. Oh, so, so let me ask you this. As you say that, we're all human. Mm-hmm. But are, are, are some men just can't do that? Yes. Correct. I see people freeze. Not yet. Not all. But it, it, it's also not as related to the generational kind of experiences or biases. Like it used to be, because back in the day, motherfuckers would have a hard time shooting other humans in combat, so they started training with targets that looked like humans to desensitize their soldiers because they're shooting at human silhouettes and targets. So now when they get in country, they're comfortable to the silhouette and targets, so they're not hesitating no more. With all the violence we have in Hollywood and on TV and, and video games, and bro, I see almost nobody freeze up. And also, too, the training filters that shit out to a certain point. To your question, Mike, yeah, it it does happen, and there's absolutely no way to fucking figure out who it's going to be. You might have the skinniest, nerdiest motherfucker in the world, and this guy's a a cold-blooded killer. (laughs) And then you have fucking Adonis. This guy's like a fucking professional football player and shit. And then he gets over (laughs) there. He gets No, he gets over there. He gets over there and fucking freezes up, pisses himself, and somebody's gonna knock him out of the doorway so they don't get everybody killed. Ain't no way to tell how it's gonna go down. 
There, there's nothing that can prepare you for it. Nothing. 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 That feeling, that first, yeah, there's nothing. You just got to learn how to be hard and resilient. That's it. That adapt and overcome, bro. And it's all adrenaline, too. Yeah. God bless. God bless the co chemical cocktail. That because that's what leads to a lot of fucking problems with guys. Yeah, that's, that's they don't have that. Drinking, they don't have the adrenaline dump. Right. They don't have, it's way addictive. Yeah, right. Adrenaline is the most addictive thing out there because mm -hmm. it makes everything, it like fucking, it takes, like, turns fucking smoking crack into like eating fucking M&M's. Yeah. Right, right. It's, if, if once you've experienced that shit, nothing else compares right, to bro, it. Bro, you get into such a fucking adrenaline dump high when it starts to come down, you'll throw up like you're coming off yeah. a, a fucking right. uh, door. When we talk about dudes running to the fucking board parties to fucking jerk off, guys fucking drinking yeah. like crazy guys, yeah. doing drugs, guys fucking fighting, guys having tons of different girlfriends and all this other kind of nonsense. It's not because it's a fucking illness. It's because it's an adrenaline addiction that they haven't fucking dealt with. They right. don't recognize it for what it is. That's why we and they crazy don't, bitches. Right? Oh, well, they would like crazy bitches because <laughs> they fuck so good. But other than that, and, they, they, and the guys don't... They give you oh, that adrenaline, bro. Yeah. Oh, you're going to show you. They're like, oh, what's oh, 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 up today, baby? You're showing up in my house with a knife? But that only happens if she's brown, and that's why you only fuck brown girls, because you might get stabbed. I don't like passive Am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. I don't like passive bitches. Dude, come on. If you don't got to worry about getting stabbed, it ain't even worth it. Yeah, that's why I don't date white women, though. They give you whatever you want. I don't like this shit. Exactly. Yeah, I like to fight for my shit, though. <laughs> we can tell. <laughs> uh, so with that, what are you hoping to get out of the podcast? Just being real. Just, just you know, having these conversations, shooting right. shit with people, connecting with real people, and you know, finding the people I need to be around. Because I feel like, you know, I, I posted something the other day. It goes, "You didn't hear from me." You know, that is the changes I'm. That making. means you're a fuck stick, and yeah. I hate you. You know, I, I, I was hanging around people for so long that you know. That were just fucking shitty people, and right. I feel like now I'm like certainly you know chill with other vets that I that understand and, and they actually have that loyalty and actually want to hear you talk and actually want to do good for you and you want to do good for them, and it's you know that's that's one thing I want to really continue to grow you know maybe a community right now but it, I mean it's just you know tribes I mean tribes are what it's all about I and mean, we, we tribing up now yeah yeah tribing you know? up and also let's talk about tribe infiltrators bro right. You now know, that's that's the thing, man. That's listen. Exploit the veteran name and fucking you know, everything. That's fact. And this is what me and um, uh, Chris Osmond we had a lengthy conversation, I believe, uh, last New Year's, and we're kicking it, and we came up with this idea to just somehow, you know, join together and and, and help each other pursue our interests, but with the experiences that you know the older guys got, the OGs got. Mm -hmm. You know, from getting fucked over and getting abused by people with not as much charisma and talent, but, you know, that this is how they make their money off of people with charisma and talent. And just rob motherfuckers and shit. Like, put an end to all that shit because this has become an industry that is making a significant amount of money now. Yeah. It's, it's right, it industry. is. Yeah. And people are coming to capitalize off that shit, and it's not us. Like, anything else in this motherfucking now world. Now, you're exactly right. We do, we do need to union up in some form or fashion. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take a, a look at that as we progress. And uh, one thing, thanks for agreeing to sitting down and, and participating in, in uh, our first episode of Slinging Ink with JD on Soft Bad Monkey. We appreciate you and we love you. And the, the reality of the situation is that's the same reason we do the podcast, man. It's the same reason we go out and do the shows and, and everything else. 
We're not looking for fucking fame and fortune and fucking nonsense. If we can keep one person from blowing their fucking face off in the shower, then it's worth it, man. It goes down as a win. And we've had similar situations. We've had people reach out to us from all walks of life. Cops, vets, everybody. Look, I'm, you know, I'm having a problem with opiates. I'm having a problem with alcohol. Whatever the fuck having a problem is, I'm just getting sick of this fucking living shit. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired all the fucking time. And that kind of shit. And that situation is like, hey, man, well, let's fucking get on a telephone call. Let's talk about it. Let's fucking figure some shit out, man. And if, yeah, those, and if those we can help anybody move the football down the, the field, we're all about it. Yeah. What's that, Jay? Those are the ones you do it for. I, you know, a message to those that... A message to those that don't fuck with us. Who cares? We, we, you don't vibrate on my frequency, bro. Right. I'm right. not for you. You know, so you can keep Listen it moving. Listen to something else, bitch. Yeah, and that's exactly yeah. what I'm saying. That's like, okay... You, you prefer Pepsi over Coca-Cola. Got it. But are you going to call Coke and tell them to change their formula? Because it doesn't taste like Pepsi? Like, no. You're just it's not going to drink this shit, bro. <laughs> like, what the yeah, fuck, bro? I have an idea. Why don't you call somebody who gives a fuck? Yeah. 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 That's a crazy... Yeah. And then here's the thing. They do it in such a negative way. Like, bitch, you know how many positive... How, how very few positive days I have in this world... Well, how do you know I didn't wake up happy and you come in this bitch and you want to fuck it up because you're so self-centered and egotistical and impulsive. You can't control your fucking thoughts and fingers. Like, who are you, dog? Mm-hmm. I just want people to reflect on that. Before you interject yourself in someone's life, ask yourself, if you didn't say what you're about to fucking say, would this person live to see the end of the day? And if the answer is yeah, let them fucking figure the shit out, bro. Stop being such a fucking micromanager of other people. What I would offer is, if you have any negative shit to send it to JD, send it to me so I can tell you to go fuck yourself and then block your dumbass. Block, delete, Block, exactly right. Because somebody asked us one time, what? why do you do the show this way or why do you do that or why do you do this? And now let me tell you what happens. JD and I have a fucking conversation and then we make it happen. Mm-hmm. And then JD and Harold figured out the fucking artistic shit and then it gets thrown down. Sometimes we hit home runs. Sometimes we fucking. That's life, man. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we hit process. exactly. Right. Sometimes and we hit tra- fouls. And we're 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 trail fucking blazing. I don't want to hear it, dog. Yeah, exactly. We've been doing this for over two years, and now there's that veteran podcast everywhere. And I welcome that shit. I welcome that shit because when numbers come strength, right, comes a voice. Right. I fucking well. I don't hate on nobody. I, I fucking give the game up to everybody. Right. You know, but that's why we bro fucking. We, we're always singing out guys' podcasts, like fucking Clark Impostato's fucking podcast, yeah. Good Vibes, and then right. uh, and then Mitch Aguiar, what is it, The Mitch Show, right. and then, you know, fucking Mike Ritland Show, and everybody else's show, I can't but, think of a whole bunch point, right now. If I kept worrying about societal standards and what the sheeple and what the masses are, are, are used to considering harmonious, then... I'm just doing nothing but fucking following in line. I'm creating style. We're creating style, but that takes trial and error. Mm-hmm. And, but we got to go through that. Right. And we got to get in, in tune and figure out how fuck. I'm, nobody's going to give me that fucking game. You know, that's that's experience. Can no one give you that? Right. You know? Oh, you guys could go kiss my fucking nah, fuck ass. You. We're creating a wheel right now, bitch. Maybe later you can fucking copy it. Mm-hmm. But we don't care. You don't like it, don't watch. Listen to something else. We're right. doing this for us. Yeah. You know? Because there's a lot of motherfuckers like this. You don't want none. Yeah, you, don't want, you don't want none. There won't be none. Listen right? to those non-veteran yeah. podcasts that talk about veteran stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking losers. Fucking losers. 
listen to the wannabes to talk about veteran stuff. Yeah. That's cool too, man. That's cool too. All right. That's all I got, man. I appreciate you guys appreciate having me on, you, brother. brother. Love your brother. fucking big fine ass. I'm, oh, I'm not a, I'm not a fag, but if I was, that'd be fucking oh. you. <laughs> that's gonna be the that's gonna be the first saying on your, the the push. A Steve no, it's a pull. I like the pull string. Pull string, Steve Dahl. That's gonna be the first quote <laughs> with that. Like, what? What? Love you, big fine ass. Yeah. No, if I was, I'm, I'm not, not a gay, fag, but if yeah. I was, I'd be fucking you. you. Yeah. <laughs> that is a beautiful compliment, sir. Thank you. Thank you. We are going to create the uh, Uncle Steve uh, phrase, bolstering doll. Don't worry, it's coming out. <laughs> and Steve shit, is leaving. Shit Uncle Steve says. Steve is leaving because he wakes up at 4 in the morning every day. And I'm staying to tattoo him because I sleep at 4 in the morning every day. <laughs>